There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome back to Fan Park Live. I'm Terry Fluis from the Football Terriers. Joined today, let the man introduce himself. Neeks from Neek Sports. Yeah, go check out their channel, Neek Sports. All part of the Ultimate Football Fan family, of course. Manchester United have just won 2-0 against Swansea City in the English Premier League in a very comfortable, professional performance. Quite exhilarating in the first half. Mm -hmm. Good attacking football, got the lead. And then... Probably should have scored a couple of goals Definitely, in the second half yeah. as well. Lukaku and Juan Mata with some excellent opportunities. Swansea came back a little bit. Tammy Abrahams with two quick-fire shots that David De Gea saved magnificently well. But overall, a consummate, professional and fairly simplistic in the end performance and victory for Manchester United Football Club. We, we want your calls. We want to hear from you out there. Man United fans, Swansea fans and neutrals alike. You can talk about other games that have gone on today as well, but we want to review the Man United game. The number is 0203-606-0315. Before we do anything, though, as ever, please, if you haven't got it already, download the OneFootball app. Massively important to us here at the Ultimate Football Fan and Fan Park Live that we get that done. All that information is in the description below. Yeah, right down there. And on top of that, the Ultimate Football Fan, the family that nets us all together, we have our own app our own application available in Google Play, iTunes, and via the description below. Go and check that out. Download it for some exclusive content that you cannot get on YouTube. But Neeks, Man United pick up the victory. As a United fan yourself, how are you feeling now that game's over? First things first, uh, we will not be giving City a guard of honour. at any Yes, time. so important. And I think at this stage of the season, obviously we know the league's done. The league's been done for a while. Um, it's very, very important for pride, if only that. We cannot be given City, Ferguson calling the noisy neighbours, and I will continue to call them the noisy neighbours. I don't care how many trophies um, <laughs> they've won since he first coined that term. To give them a, a, a guard of honour would have been humiliating. Yeah, salt in um, the wound, it, isn't it? It, it would have been. You, you don't want them winning it anyway. To have to give them a guard of honour is one thing. In terms of the lesser of two evils, I'd rather them win it against us than not having to parade them onto the pitch. But yes, of course, I want Everton to drag yeah. it out. Or it may come down to us. We may need to go to the Etihad and get a result to make sure they don't that they win don't win against, against us. Yeah, and and if, if it comes down to us having to do it, then so be it. That's our responsibility. We can't, we're not here to be begging other teams to, to do exactly. our job. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, so that's the first thing. And so that, you know, the win was important just for that. Secondly, we've gone back into second. Um, above Liverpool Liverpool you know they've been playing well Salah's been getting a lot of credit recently and very very rightly so but we've re re regained the second place that they took temporarily and we still got a game in hand on them um, and well ahead of Spurs and Chelsea yeah. so just in, in terms of you know that mini battle for Champions League football I think we're not even in that 
race to, for Champions League football. I think well, it's, it's well, sorted. But it's an interesting one because maybe, obviously I do this show pretty much every week, barring a few. So I speak to Man United fans regularly. I remember around Christmas time when we had a few poor results and then maybe a month ago there was this, oh, you know, we're going to fall out the top four. Yeah. What happens then, Terry? What happens if we fall out? What about... We've been... Comf- in, in hindsight, because we can look back and we know what we've done since. Yeah. We're probably going to finish second. Yeah. We look with no. I, I cannot see Chelsea catching us in no, any way. I, shape I, I or can't form. see that happening at all. I'm, I'm not. How many? We must be maybe eight points, probably more. Because we were five ahead. I think we must be about we'll ten, check, ten we'll points check, ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. In, in, in around that right now before but, they play tomorrow. You know what? Going into the Liverpool game a few weeks ago, it reminded me of a few years back uh, under Van Gaal, where we were. I think we were in fourth at the time, and Liverpool were closing. And they went on this run of like thirteen games, um, like. 10 wins, 3 draw, and we were in a, a rough patch. And we went to Anfield and matters. Well, we, we had three games, didn't we? And it, we, had, we had Liverpool, it was Spurs, Spurs first, and then it was Liverpool. And then Man City. Yeah, and we won all three. All three. We and beat Spurs 3 0, beat uh, Man, uh, Liverpool, Liverpool 2 1 at Anfield, and then 4 2 it was at home yeah. against uh, Man City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it reminded me going into that Liverpool game because Liverpool were in the ascendancy and we were shaking a bit. The Palace result before that was massive going into that Liverpool game. And then we got the win against Liverpool. A lot of people didn't. A lot of people were not back in Man United to win. They weren't necessarily going to lose, but they were not back in Man United to win. We got the win, which we deserved, and we've won. Um, well, this game since in terms of the Premier League progressing the FA Cup. So I think we're we're coming into form in terms of results, if not necessary performance, depending on who's judging, who's looking at it. But I was happy with the performance today. So there's yeah. no there's no um, complaints. Me too. Uh, no, you know, major concerns for me. Absolutely. I think we've got our first caller on the line now. It's going to be Noah. It's always Noah, the first caller. <laughs> it always is. Hello, Noah. Yeah, um, four calls in a day. I know you do need a girlfriend. You do need a you need a, you need a lady in your life, my friend, or or maybe a gentleman, depending on your preference. I we, we don't discriminate here. But um, <laughs> what's on your mind uh, at the end of that game now, mate? Footballing wise. Um, well, I must have shared all my opinions by now. You'd think. Um, well, so you also could block me if you don't want me to call anymore. Um, anyway, you, you know what I said about Pogba at half time, and you know. You have to give him a chance when he's off form to get back on form. Give him about four or five weeks. Yep. Um, I was going to say that about Alexis Sanchez until he scored. Mm. And ultimately, yeah, he had a really good spell at Arsenal. And ultimately, he's getting old and players don't get younger, they get older. But as well... He's 29. He will end up performing for Man United if Jose uses him in the right way. Like today? Yeah. Does, um... Today, I thought you guys were absolutely superb. I thought Swansea didn't exactly put up a challenge, but at the same time, you were absolutely superb. <laughs> that's my job, that's my job. That's my job. <laughs> I would do this! Oh my gosh! I'm doing better! I'm leaving this on. Like the after today! Oh, wait. <laughs> Anyway, your brother, your brother, <laughs> <laughs> your brother's funny, bruv. Yeah, no, man, yeah. I think many like, were very, very good today. Um, Swansea didn't put up much of a fight. He- I've got a question though, because you, you mentioned um, Jose playing Alexis in his well, his best position, or what is his best position first and foremost? Because I've spoken to some Arsenal fans, and obviously his best season under Arsenal uh, for Arsenal was last season, where he was pretty much playing as a striker. 
if he, if Jose, yeah. what is his best position and who does it affect which players if he I is think, played in his best position, whatever that is? Um, sorry. I think when um, Arsene Wenger used him in that false nine position, um, you know, I think the match was West Ham 1, Arsenal 5. Mm. Alexis Sanchez was amazing in that game. Yeah. He was in a false nine position, but for the rest of the season, wasn't put in that position ever again. Um... I, I, that, that that was late in the season, wasn't it? He scored that brilliant chip. Was it? Did he get a hat trick in that game? Was that away at West Ham? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, yeah, right. but I'm sure throughout the season, a lot of his games he did play through the middle. I, I don't have the he stats did, in did, front of he me. Did, he did. But I'm he sure did, he did. He did play. Yeah. And I've spoken to as I said some Arsenal fans, and they're saying Jose needs to play in there. And I'm like, well, Lukaku's there, so that's not going to happen. But if he's playing on the left or behind the striker, does that mean? What happens to Marshall, Rashford, Lingard, Mata? What What is his best position? I personally, um, I thought he was good in the our striker role for Arsenal when he played in that role. Mm. I think Jacob, shut up. Sorry about that. Um, I think also um, you have to consider that um, Wenger was switching around positions, yeah. saying players in their not actual positions. I think that has to be noticed, and I think. Therefore, you can't really um, give Alexis a position by looking at what Wenger did. Yeah. You have to see what Jose did because yeah. he actually plays players in their positions most times than not. Mm. And therefore, you go from there. Yeah. Okay. Mate, really appreciate your call. We've got lots more to get through. Noah, thank you as ever for calling. <laughs> can you shout out to someone? I can shout out to someone. Yeah. Um, can you shout out Jacob Schumann Miller? His, his, his name on Instagram is something that I can't tell you because that will get loads of people following me and I don't want that because that will make me famous and I don't want to be famous. <laughs> Kids, bruv. Too, too many Easter eggs, innit? Straight up. Wow, we've got some Man United fans kind of call through now. Too many Easter eggs, man. They need, girlfriend. they need girlfriends then, boys, I tell you. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, hi, I'm Ollie. Ollie? Yeah. And you're a Man United fan, I believe. Yes, I am. Fantastic. Give us, give us your feelings after that professional two-nil victory over Swansea. Um, I think um, it wasn't that easy. Well, well, people, well, people say it's actually it's quite an easy game. It's not that easy, but I think they played well uh, as a team, not as an individual. Mm. Um, they the film was a little bit uh, shaky, but well, it's all the all the best. Well, we actually tried to make them clean um, slaves. Um, my problem now is people criticising Mourinho regarding to Luke Shaw. Mm. From your point of view, who do you think is better, Young or Luke Shaw? You can answer that first. Um, <laughs> I would say right now, Ash Young is yep. the better player. Potentially, yep. I see Luke Shaw being a better left-back than Ash Young could ever be. But if I had to pick okay. a team, like, and I understand why Mourinho picks Ashley Young because right now he's obviously he's playing better. He's been, he's been very good this season. If I was the manager personally, I don't know what's, what everything that's happening behind the scenes in terms of his fitness and his training, but I would play Luke Shaw because I think he can develop um, into a better left-back than Ashley Young could ever be. Okay. Well, personally, from my own opinion, I think Young is far, far better in, any, in, in all these things, right? One, Ashley Young is very aggressive. Ashley Young knows when to go forward. And know when to retreat backward. I think Luke Shaw would be a better player if only number one, try to be more aggressive and try to play more with 
intensive like like yes he wants to really play mm. and for example people will be saying oh why is he not playing Luke Shaw why is he not always bullying Luke Shaw to me in any day Luke Shaw will not get into any any, any top six bench <laughs> right now because the aggressiveness is what we need in the premiership yeah. and that is what Luke Shaw um, actually Young is far far better than him yeah. but secondly Pogba's issue, if he can play more on the field than on the social media, I think he'll be a far, far better player. He's playing like he wants to play, but if he put more concentration into his football, I think he'll be more better. <coughs> it's an intru- it's not like he was it was not like he was the best player in France when they played against uh, what's it called? Um uh, Russia, the last one. But he has this thing, freedom of moving around and freedom of controlling the pack. But if he can do more of that, I think he'll be a better player. There's nothing wrong with Mourinho criticising all these things. He's the manager. Yeah. No team, no player is bigger than the club. Correct. Even no. the manager is not bigger than the club. I, I, agree, I agree with that. The, so, the social media argument is an interesting one for me because I think that Obviously, Brian Robson has come out and been very vocal about mm. it, and he's had some Man United fans back him. He's had maybe the younger generation slightly attack him. My issue with the social media is maybe Pogba is applying too much pressure on himself in mm. terms of... By being out there, by yeah, putting When, when you there. put yourself out there, when you're very flamboyant, the haircuts, the clothes, the, the, the music videos, the dancing... Maybe. I mean, I don't have an issue that he does it. Yeah. He's having fun. He's a young man. He's, he's in the most wonderful job that, that football fans could ever imagine. Yeah. Fair play to him. My concern is that is he not making himself stand up? I've got to be the main man mm. because I put myself in the firing line to be. Maybe that pressure that he's putting on himself. Now, I'm not saying. And, and maybe he's not handling that pressure in the yeah. sense that you put yourself out there. If you don't play you know, well, you're going to get criticised. Can he then I deal with the criticism that he's going to get? And, and so, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not about not being on social media. It's about the... the, the let's just imagine he doesn't post nothing for like two or three months. He has a standardised haircut and just worked hard. If he improved, then you would say, you're right. I, I think he's yeah. getting the balance right. And I think that I, I think Brian Robson has got a point. At the same time, I'm, I'm not one of these Man United fans that thinks... All players should be off of social media. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it gives us an access to their lives. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a brilliant. I think Jesse Lingard. Because on social well, media fa- is fans, of, fans over the years have spoken about players being detached from the yeah. fans and the clubs. So now that the yeah. players are much more accessible, we can't have it both ways. No, but as you said, there's a but balance. I just think it's 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 getting that balance right. It's handling that pressure. Example being. Cristiano Ronaldo mm. handles that pressure of making himself the man. David Beckham handled that pressure of making himself the man and, 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 and a yeah. superstar outside of the sport. I'm not convinced Paul Pogba's been able to transfer that just yet. But don't forget one thing. When Pogba was in Juve, right, he had better players around him that he could actually go forward, do whatever he likes. But right now in Manchester, he doesn't have that players that you can actually rely or let me say Moreno doesn't have those players that you can say okay Pogba I want you to go forward forget about you thinking about backward all I want you to do is just play in that forward role to not come backward but he doesn't have those players we don't have those players in Manchester United right now and I think yes the summer is going to be the summer right now is going to be a little bit of a buy we're going to have to sell also because yeah. I think some players need to go. Yeah. I'm not going to mention some players. Obviously, he's a manager. Knows, knows they're there. But I feel 
at least three or four players need to go from that team. They need to go. Not because they've not done well, but because they're not right now at the stage of what Mourinho needs right now. Yeah. Because obviously, you can't be pleasing someone like Ayala. He's a good player. Don't mm. get me wrong. But he needs to move on. Yeah. Someone like, um, what's he called? Um, Fellaini? Huh? Fellaini? Fellaini? Well, he's gone already. Yeah, it's pretty much. Fun. It looks like he signed the contract. Of, there's no point of being of, of telling you're going to offer him another contract. I think he needs to get four players back in. If Michelle wants to go, if Anthony Michelle wants to go, trust me, I won't, I'll let him go. He's a good player. If Marshall okay. goes, I will riot. I will storm Old Trafford by myself. <laughs> Marshall cannot be sold this <laughs> summer. Or no, I want to say any summer. At some point, everyone has to move on. Marshall cannot leave. Thing, cool. Right? Sir, look, we've got some more callers to get to. It's been quite a long call, but we really appreciate you no calling into the show. Thank you, my friend. Take it. Cheers, mate. Thank you. I could have spoken to that guy a lot longer, but other people are waiting <laughs> yeah, on the line, yeah, yeah. spending their money, so we're going to others. But yeah, Martial to be sold. Martial cannot go. I'm, listen. Ah, oh, I would be so angry. I'll be so mad. <laughs> hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Uh, hello, uh, Terry. My name is Abdullah. I'm uh, an Arsenal fan uh, living in uh, Coventry, uh, UK. Oh, hello, uh, Abdullah. How are you? Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, the Sanchez situation. Yep. And before I say anything, please uh, do not think that uh, by any means I'm saying that he, Alexis Sanchez regrets leaving Arsenal because we are the biggest mess after West Ham United. So I, by no means I'm saying that he regrets leaving us, Arsenal. But the thing is, I think buying uh, Alexis Sanchez was in some ways, and this is my opinion and my opinion only, is that a little bit of stupidity in my opinion. Because the thing is, Anthony, he has sacrificed the position of Anthony Martial now. Anthony Martial, who I personally rate when he reached full potential, could be as good as Thierry Henry. Now, the thing is, because of Alexis Sanchez, he's he, you know he's completely cut off from the team and he's not he's not going to get get enough game time. And the age factor is going to come for Alexis Sanchez much sooner than Anthony Martial because he's much younger. So I think uh, Man United made a made a mistake. They they uh, they bought a world class player. But the problem that I face is that I would uh, I would really be okay if uh, Anthony Martial and Alexis Sanchez would have played in the in the same team. But if you're going to sacrifice Anthony Martial's play for Alexis Sanchez, it which doesn't it doesn't really make any sense. The same goes for Rashford as well. But I don't rate Rash, Rashford as much as Anthony Martial, but that's just my opinion. Um, I I, I want to say I, I agree with a lot of what you said. You made a lot of sense. Um, I think there's there's two ways to look at it. Uh, when you've got a player of Alexis Sanchez's ability, um, yeah. and he becomes available for the price that he was available, i.e., Mkhitaryan out, um, Alexis Sanchez in. I don't think it's an opportunity for a club that wants to get back to a level that it was, uh, let's say, five years ago, that you yeah. can pass up when your rivals are also going for that same player, I don't think it's an opportunity you can pass up. Then it's up to the manager to find a way to make it all work. I think as a club, Manchester United, Alexis Sanchez, if he's available, he's a player that you need to get. That's the first thing. Secondly, the football is a, is a squad game. You can't only have 11 men. So yeah. Martial cannot expect to play every game of the season anyway. So if we didn't get Alexis Sanchez in January... We, we still needed to bring in other players to put 
and and that means someone's going to get sacrificed. Now, whether they're getting sacrificed for 38 games or 19 games, i.e. they're only playing half of the season, that's again up to the players to fight for the position and the managers to make sure the rotation is fine. If it's a case of Sanchez in and Martial out, as in Martial's not going to start any of, again, then I 100% agree that it was a poor decision. But I believe that Mourinho is going to find a way to make sure that Sanchez, Lukaku, Rashford and Martial all get enough game time to, whilst they might not be 100% satisfied because a lot of players want to play every game, especially the likes of Alexis Sanchez, I, yeah. I believe that Mourinho is going to find a way to make sure they get enough game time to, and, and bring in the success to keep them satisfied. Because when you're winning and you're winning yeah. trophies, players don't mind coming yeah. off the bench and starting and being dropped. But it's when you're not winning stuff and you're like, well, why is this guy playing? We're not, we're not even successful. And that's where the, um, the, the, it, the that's where it becomes an issue. The, the but issue... I don't see an issue. I don't have an Sorry. issue with us having, let's say, six attackers for yeah. four positions. I, think I don't it, have it. I don't see an issue. Yeah, yeah, Abdullah, what you've got to look at as well, what you've got to look at as well. So Alexi Sanchez, when did he join? What date? Uh, pretty, it was like the last week of, uh, um, January. 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 So if you look at this, right? So on, so this is the last ten games Martial has played. So on the twentieth of January, he was away against Burnley. He got the he goal, right? And yeah. And then he that. came in, but he started the next three games. He started the next three games for Man United. Uh, sorry, he started the next game against Tottenham. Didn't do very much. He's poor in that game. He came on in the last. Um, in the FA Cup against, um, sorry, in the in, in the Premier League against Huddersfield, he came on thirty minutes. Started against Newcastle and missed two or three sitters in that game. Came on what as a sub. Alexis? I'm talking about Martial. Talking about Martial. Oh. Came yeah. on as a substitute against um, Huddersfield and a substitute against Seville. Yes, he did. Started against Chelsea. Sub against Seville and then started and did ninety minutes against Brighton. So apart from today. He has played. He, he's had, he's played as a sub three times and started every other game since Alexis Sanchez has been at the club. So I understand your point, but again, often and I think what what Neeks was saying is right, and, and you're right to an extent. Jose has to work out how he fits them all into a system, yeah. and that's why we haven't seen the best of Alexis Sanchez yet. And do you know what? We're in a quite a, a, a good position to do that because yeah, we're not fighting. For... I have just one question. I okay, mean, I'll, I'll finish my let's... point after then. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Oh yeah. So what I was asking is, would you consider what just is in what what if scenario if Anthony Martial leaves for whatever fees like 150 million or whatever, would you consider that a failure of Manchester United or you, you know you don't, you, you just cash to it? be honest with you, you can judge it before the fact, but you won't know for a four or five year period, will you? An mm -hmm. Example being, let's say he leaves and he joins <coughs> Barcelona, and he yeah. flops. And then he goes to Inter Milan and he flops. And then he goes yeah, to PSG yeah. and he flops. You would say, well I'm, done. Uh, yeah. If he leaves and he goes off and he starts scoring 30, 40, 50 <laughs> goals a season, it's a failure. You're not actually going to know. At the same time, though, he could leave and be a success elsewhere. But his replacement at Man United could lead us to win the Premier League or the Champions League. And then it's... You never know. When it, they, it, it, it then becomes more an emotional. It's like, I, I wish it was Martial. Yeah, but yeah. then the decision to replace him with when, someone who's yeah. brought us more success. When David Beckham left, we then tried to sign Ronaldinho. Mm. Beckham leaving was hot, devastating for me as a young man. I grew up as a child watching, but I was devastated. Mm. We then tried to get Ronaldinho. If we'd have bid half a million pound more, we'd have got him. We didn't. A year later, we signed Cristiano Ronaldo. 
as great as Ronaldinho was, I wouldn't have changed, and as much as I wanted Beckham to stay, I would not have changed those Ronaldo years for anything. But I didn't know how much I was going to love the Ronaldo years <laughs> until later. So I, maybe as I've got older, I've learned, I'm trying to learn to not, tr- to, to not try and judge things too early. I can give an opinion. But no one is going to know until four or five years' time whether it was a right or wrong decision. The same as Memphis to yeah, pay leaving Hernandez. So for me, what I'm going to yeah. do is I'm going to trust a manager like Jose Mourinho, who has been successful, that is progressing Manchester United into the right direction. And I do look at Martial and I look at the amount of games he's played uh, since Alexis Sanchez has been there. And I think, OK, Man United have been poor in some of those games. Yeah. But at the same time, Lukaku's in... Amazing form. Yeah. McTominay has been great. Matic is in brilliant form. Bay's been brilliant. De Gea is Matter. always great. Matter's in fine form. So if those six, seven players are performing well, it can't be a solely a Jose thing. There has to be a, a, a part of individual player responsibility. So I put it to Martial as a 22-year-old to man up, fight for his position, yep. and prove he's Manchester United. My, 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 one of the biggest things that frustrated me in the last four years since Fergie went was Angel Di Maria. Yeah. The reason he quit is he didn't think he should have been dropped for Ashley Young. But Ashley Young was performing. And for me, if you're not willing to fight for your position, whether you're, whether you're an academy player, a young superstar that we buy, a ready-made world-class player, or a fringe guy, for me, you have to be ready to fight for your position at all times. If you're not ready to do that, yeah, you're, you're not be, willing you're to do that, going. go. And I don't care who you are. And But... Let me, let me round it up with this. I do not want Martial to leave. <laughs> I want him to stay at Manchester United. Is it a mistake bringing, bringing in Alexis Sanchez? The, the actual answer is nobody knows yet. Right, Mate, really appreciate your call. Thank you very, very much. That was a really, I enjoyed that. It was. It was a good discussion. I was gonna, you, you were, you were going to go on to say we're in a very good position. I think you're saying because we're not fighting for the title. Yes, we're, of... we're, we're, in, we're in a good position whereby we... Yeah, it was at that point uh, before he, he came in, actually. But... Man United are in a nice position now in the league where, yes, we need to win, yeah. but we're not fighting for a league title. Yeah. I don't think we're at risk of dropping out of the top four. Thus, we can experiment a bit getting ready for next season. Yeah. I think that gives us a bit but of That's time. what I said during the second half. I, I would, and, I, and at times, between now and the end of the season, especially because FA Cup is really the only thing we're going for, maybe before or after, the, you know, before the semi-final and maybe after or before the FA Cup uh, finals or if we get through, Rest Lukaku. Lukaku has played pretty much yeah. every game, yeah, no, I agree. in every competition, even yeah. the FA Cup. He's come on when we're winning three 0 and he scores. I want to see how the team's going to play if he's not there. In the sense that he's going to get injured at some point. Yeah. He may. He needs to be rested at some point. When he went through that barren spell, I think he probably should have been rested just to change things up. It's not as necessarily a slight on him or how well he's doing. Like today, I would have liked to see him come off maybe in yeah, 60, yeah. 70, 70 minutes, bring on Rashford, Ma- Rashford put him through the middle, Martial, whatever, Let, yeah, and yeah. just see how the team can play in other ways. I'll, because I'll, as you yeah. said, we're in the period where we can experiment. And that may be in a game when we're 2 through new up or just the fact that we don't need to win every game because we're going, we're, you know, our position is pretty much secure. We're not going to go much higher. We're not going to drop um, mm. any lower. No, so. I, I agree with that. We're going to review the One Football app now as ever. So we've got it open on the, the 2 0 victory uh, for Man United versus Swansea. Alexis Sanchez, we'll go and see the final rankings that has been voted as man of the match. Pogba second, Lukaku third, followed by De Gea Lingard. And then Martin Olsen gets himself three little votes there. 
Um, I was just was surprised. That goal, was a goal and assist for Sanchez today? For yeah, the, goal and for, a, yes, for goal. the assist people out there. Yeah, everybody <laughs> loves those stats. He got he got the the goal and he got the assist as well. But let's look at some of the stats from that game. Relinquished a little bit of pressure in, uh, possession in that second half, but Swansea had to go for it. Yeah, it ended up, it was, and the thing is, they didn't really go for it as much as nah, they should. Nah. they had like a ten minute spell. Yeah. Then Jose brought on Ander Herrera, and it nullified yeah. them again. And and it was very little. If we look at the attempts. So uh, seven, sorry, eleven shots from us, five on target. Three from them, two on target. I'll tell you the two, one, though, today. It, two it, from Tammy Abraham. Ah, Abraham. Yeah, yeah. Two, yeah, they're the two. That David De Gea saves again just when you need him. Yeah. But one matter today, that pass from Paul Pogba. Brilliant. Brilliant. And he, he's done that a lot. Of, I remember last season um, for Zlatan. He made a lot of those yeah, yeah, big yeah, pass straight. over the top. Which that I missed. We, there's so many games last season that we missed. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot of. And you just think to yourself, oh, so many great goals that could have been exactly, scored, and we're exactly. Missing, and that was the same today. We left with Dink, and uh, Matt went for the it, acrobats. And it was Pogba's cross for, for Lukaku's, Lukaku's chance yeah, as well. Exactly. Although that was handball, it wasn't given, so he had the opportunity to score. And obviously, Fabianski made a really good save. So there was two or three decent opportunities yeah. in that second half to really make it uh, three or four nil would have been a much more convic- uh, convincing scoreline. But almost a couple of great assists from Paul Pogba, but. Uh, I'm not really a stats person in there's, its entirety. There's a comment uh, says Marshall to from well, it's from Anthony Marshall apparently. Oh, I know this guy. Who, yeah, yeah, he is on my channel. Marshall yeah. to start versus Man City. Would you change anything before the Man City game, which is our next game next week? We haven't, we haven't Ooh, got any. Uh, it's tough. I, I bring Bay back into the team. You bring Bay um, for then, what Lindelof. For Smalling. for Smalling, but that won't happen. No. So it'll be for, for Lindelof. Lindelof yeah. But I actually thought when we played City back in December, we were better because we had Lindelof. When he came on in the second half, we we played out from mm. the back more, and we need people that are good on the ball against them, especially because, because they're going to be press. press. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, I would yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Martial potentially because we're going to play counter attack football, so mm. maybe we can do that. I think we've got a Chelsea fan on the line coming through now that we'll have a little chit chat with. Oh, it's coming through here. And then we'll do some more comments from the old Ube of the Tube. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Adam. Oh, Adam, it's you again. How you doing, mate? I'm too bad yourself. I'm very, very well, thank you. Um, I know we spoke at half-time, but what's your overall thoughts Overall thoughts from uh, Man United beating Swansea 2-0 today? What stood out to you as a big positive for the Old Trafford faithful? I, I just think that they've proved like all their critics and everything wrong from the last few weeks. Obviously, it's been a bad few weeks getting out of Champions League. And obviously, like, the battle of has been given and he's just he's, like coming out of his players. I think that's a performance where you can actually look back and see he's happy. And uh, I'm sure I talk about... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know, I heard you talk about earlier that you want players to like fight to be in the team and everything like that. But what do you, as United fans, think about how Mourinho's treating Luke Shaw? Like, when Luke Shaw's like such an unlucky player, he's had so many injuries. Yeah, well, but well see when he's playing, he's yeah. a really good player. It, of course, he is. But I, I don't think I don't think Jose I don't think Jose Mourinho is treating Luke Shaw poorly in any way, shape, or form. And, and the re- I, I've spoke about this quite extensively on social media on my own channel the football terrace as well 
when you go through Luke Shaw's history, yes, I mean, the catastrophic leg break, heartbreaking, no doubt, and the amount of injuries he has, and no one can help that. However, he has been fit, I think, since about October, November time. And, and the only reason I still think he's fit is because he hasn't played regularly. <laughs> so that's, that's part and parcel of it. However, the issues that, that, that Jose Mourinho speaks about publicly are the same things that Maurizio Pochettino at, at Southampton. Southampton, LVG, Roy Hudson all spoke about as well. Yeah. This is the fourth manager across... Numerous clubs and international duty that I spoke about his inability to follow instructions, mm-hmm. his inability to be fit, and I'm not just and I'm not talking injury fit. I'm talking physically yeah. fit. You see, if you look at this, there's you can see pictures between like two seasons ago to now in terms of his body size. Now, some players or some people have a certain body shape or you know a, a natural size. That's not him. But what the size he is now. He should be losing. He, he needs to lose some some weight. The man, the man, it, it goes down to discipline it, as well. There, there, there's numerous reports out there that even his parents last year, who were very, I, I actually understand, are wonderful people. Um, a, a story about his mum actually. She bumped into a, 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 I think a husband and a wife outside a game when Luke Shaw was told that he wasn't playing, mm. and they were like, "Oh, we can't get tickets," and she gave her tickets to them to go in and watch the Man United fans because okay. she went, "My son's not playing." Like a nice woman, nice family. They even came out and said their son isn't living like a like an athlete should. Mm. Hence the rumours about you know his house being full of pizza boxes and kebab trays. That might be a slight exaggeration, but I get the ext- I, I do believe that he's unprofessional in that regard. Mm. And for me, no professional athlete in any sport should be fat for for an athlete. I'm not the guy isn't obese. He doesn't. He doesn't he, he's not like a big guy <laughs> no, out here. No, 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 no. But for an athlete, I think he, he, that's the unprofessional nature I'm talking about. Then you've got the lack of following of instructions. You add all those things, and with Jose Mourinho. The biggest thing you can do wrong for him isn't play poorly. And Jose has said this, yeah. and if people don't listen to it, it's their fault. He said it about McTominay. McTominay was having a bad game against Brighton, but he left him on and he applauded him because he kept trying and he followed the instructions to the T. He didn't execute it right, but he followed the instructions to the T. All Jose wants is for you to do as you're told. If you start going off gallivanting and doing your own thing... He drags you off and drops you. Yeah. It's, it's the reason Pogba has been dropped this time as opposed to last because he stopped listening to the instructions. When Pogba was playing poorly last season, many United fans were moaning he wasn't being dropped and he was untouchable. But he was untouchable because he was listening to the coach. And that's all you've got to do with Jose. Do as I say or you're not in my team. Yeah. And for me, that's right. You listen to your manager. Fergie was exactly the same. <laughs> Fergie... The last game that, that, that Diego Forlan ever played for Man United after his really poor form was when Fergie told him to make sure he had extra long studded boots on because it was slippery and wet outside. The guy slipped over an opportunity to score during the, near the end of the first half. Forlan ran down the tunnel, went in the change room and tried to change his boots because he put blades on. Fergie came in, and it was it, he might have had a substitute here or there, but that was the last time he played for the club, and he was sold in the January. It was like, one. It was after all the bad performances, it was, you do not not listen to me. You yeah. do as I tell you. Sold him. And and Fergie had done it to... Fergie had a goalie that made a mistake in a game once. I think it was Jim Layton, potentially. Yeah. Made the one mistake, sold him because of it. it it's This is my point with Luke Shaw. I'm sorry it's a really long answer. I feel sorry for him as a person that things ain't worked out for him. Yeah. But if he gets his head down, stays fit and listens to Jose, he has a Manchester United career. He has a Man United career. And, we, we, and, and, it's no, and if you say listen to Jose, if he has to move on, I just hope that he listens to whoever the next manager is. Because you said, it's not, it's not like before Jose, yeah, yeah. everything was working let, perfectly. Let me, but I'm now, gonna, yeah, it's not. I'm not going to say her name because it isn't fair. When I used, to, I used to be a branch manager of a high street bank. And I took over this branch and there was a lady that worked there. 
And I was told by all the previous managers, I knew them also, they were like, watch out for her. She's X, Y, and Z, difficult, doesn't work hard, late for work, she had problems. And I came in, and the yeah. first week, right, she was, she was nice, and I thought, she's fine. <laughs> then I started to see the same problems. I then started to discipline her in the same way other people had. But her story for each manager, when she used to report you to HR, or she'd, or she'd go off sick, or she'd do whatever to get out of trouble, it was always the manager, or no one listened to her. But I, I remember saying to her one day, look, Every manager you've had, and you've had men, women, older and younger managers, they've all had the same problems with you. There comes a point where those problems are you. You're doing something consistently wrong to make all these different people from different walks of life view you in exactly in the, the same, same way. way. And I look at Luke Shaw in, in, in similar light. Every manager has said the same things about him. Amazingly talented, but doesn't listen enough and can be unprofessional with his fitness and his dietary situations. For me, that's a player problem, not a Jose Mourinho one. As United fans, do you know how when Mourinho was going on like his 12-minute rants and everything like that about the players saying who's been playing bad, do you think that's helpful to them or do you? Yeah. are you not too happy about that? Um, I do. But no, it it, 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 it depends because I think it can be 50-50 in the sense that some players will react very well to it. Um, and it may be a case of you might get the likes of Matic who has worked with Jose Mourinho before, knows what to expect, knows how to deal with it. Um, I think he came out and said after that, Jose is difficult to work with. Not difficult in terms of we have a bad relationship, but in, in the sense that the pressure, he has a pressure to perform well. Every athlete, every professional should have a pressure. You should put pressure on yourself to perform well. And, and Jose puts that pressure on the, on the players to perform well. Mm. But other players who may have been muddy cuddled at different clubs or whatever it is, um, who, aren't, who don't accept or understand or even expect the certain you know, uh, things that Mourinho says or does, yeah. they may be negatively affected by it. Now, it's up to those players, especially the young ones who are growing up, they need to realise that from one club to the next, from one manager to the next, every manager's not different. You as a player, can't, you can't leave or, or, you know, stop playing or fall out every time someone says something that you don't like or someone does something that you don't like. You need to learn that there's different people in different, in different walks of life yeah, who are, and you need to learn how to deal with it to better yourself. So, it, you it, know, it, Ross it, who runs this, Ross who runs this, I can't stand him. <laughs> like, the guy that runs this, he is just the, the, the biggest fool in the world. But I have to do what he tells me. He's my boss. And I'm joking. <laughs> Ross is lovely. But what I would say about Jose, there was another report that came out by a very respected journalist who, who isn't known for sensationalism. Uh, go and try and find this yourself and read it. After the Seville defeat, well, yeah, it was a defeat, went out the, the Champions League, he told the players what was wrong, but he also told the players but I'm going to take this. You lot are not going to receive any criticism for this. Jose then went on his rant. All the attentions on Jose. For two days, not one paper really mentioned the Manchester United player. Mm. It, it enables... And, and Fergie was great at doing it as well. When Fergie had really bad defeats or whatever, Fergie would do things like a media blackout. He did the media blackout because what it would do, it would create this huge hullabaloo. And then when he appeared two days later to speak, all they wanted to focus on was, Fergie. why did you blank the media yeah. out? They, they stopped yeah. talking about the players. So it relinquishes pressure. And Jose is amazing at doing that. That's why he had such a kickoff at the Brighton game because he took all that flack from the media media on behalf of the whole team and he didn't get the overall response he wanted from all of these players and again I think the man is right to demand that but listen your call was amazing thank you for bringing up some really great points really appreciate it Adam Take care. You, Two you. really good calls like well, that. Some really good Man United points and look we all have our views and I know I'm reading comments here I know we've got another Man United fan coming through um, it's one of those things to me 
some people want Jose Mourinho out. Some don't. Some do think he's a bully. My, my point is, please prove it. Yeah. And what if you think what Jose is doing is bullying? I actually don't think you've ever been bullied. But then, <laughs> but, 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 I don't but, think you've but, been bullied people, in life. People will say Jose, and they'll compare like uh, one against the other. Pep Guardiola, but you speak to certain players such as Lacan Ibrahimovic or even Yaya Toure when he was at um, Barcelona, they would say the same thing. Oh, um, they, they were basically Zlatan does not like Pep Guardiola. He thinks he was treated completely incorrectly. Um, he was ushered out of the side because uh, Messi was basically the golden boy. Yaya Toure was dropped from the team, then moved to centre back, and all all, all, all kind of. Uh, but yeah, yeah. but these pe- these managers are winners. They have proved that their methods work. Time and time again. So there comes a point exactly. as a fan, you have to say, I trust this man who we bought in to get our success more than a player who hasn't done anything yet. Yeah, They're exactly. 21, 22 exactly. years old. I, I, I don't have a little story about my, my personal career. Then we're going to take this Man United call. I appreciate him holding on. I, I, had to, um, I had two members of staff in my branch once and they both went for a promotion and I helped them both massively. I helped them prepare for their interview, got their CVs right told them the good thing to say, the bad thing to say. We prepped them. We got them really ready for it. I even put in a good word from both. I wanted them both to get promoted because it looked good for me if my staff got promoted. Mm. One of them got the job. They both got the job. And they both, I love you, man. One of the guys, still to this day, whenever he gets another promotion or he does something good, this is seven years later, he still texted me and say, like, thanks for everything you did for me. And that, for me, is heartwarming. I'm like, thank you. The other guy, me and him don't talk. He hates me and badmouths me to everyone because (laughs) what happened is... He lied on his application to the job he went for. Yeah. He put in some things that were untrue. He also told them that he'd been in his role like for two years. In, in the company he worked in, you couldn't, mo- you couldn't really move on unless you'd done a minimum 12 months. He said he'd been there two years. He'd only been in the job for nine months, as an mm. example. And I thought he told him that and it was fine. Anyway, so I then confirmed that, yes, the things he told you were not true. And he then blamed me. He was like, mm. you've, you've lied. I then obviously... I did, when I say publicly, I didn't do it in front of customers or, or his colleagues, but in front of other, my peers on a more senior level, I discussed the lies that he did. They decided to take disciplinary action because it was gross misconduct. Yeah. Well, it went down to misconduct because he'd actually lied to the organisation. But to this day, that's my fault. Yeah. It was my fault because I, he, he, see, he looks as me, the guy that got him into trouble. He said, oh my God, you publicly, you could have kept it in-house, you publicly shamed me. And I was like, well, no, I took discipline, uh, uh, disciplinary action against somebody that had lied, yeah. someone that had been unprofessional, someone that wasn't doing what they should have done. So you've got two people that I'd, I'd give the same amount of help to, the same amount of uh, guidance to, the same amount of support to, the same amount of dedication to. One loves me, one despises me. But the difference is, it was their actions that created it. But when you don't want to take responsibility for your own actions, you could call me a grass, you could call me a bully, you could call me a job's worth, you could attack me for doing it. But from my point of view, hang on, there are good members of staff here that maybe not going to progress because of other people lying. Mm. That's not right. And that's what I'm there to do, to make it as fair as possible. And I treat everyone the same. And all Jose is doing, I'm telling you now, it's not Luke Shaw or, or, or a Pogba or a Martial thing. It's an individual thing if you don't do as that manager says he's going to come down on you i think the issue we have now in society is that we're becoming and i think the younger generation are much worse at this than the slightly yeah, older ones yeah. we don't like anyone that's in authority yeah. we have an issue with authority whether it's a teacher a, a policeman a politician a doorman at a nightclub we always want to, our parents we want to challenge that authority yeah. where sometimes in life you've got because to learn we know because we know best in it that's, yeah. that's how we feel and we don't <laughs> yeah like we don't i mean i remember thinking i knew best when i was 15. man i didn't even know how to make my bed properly <laughs> i knew how the world works i'm not gonna lie i still don't know how to make my bed yes, properly <laughs> the same i'm the same but i know we're going off on a tangent there um we've got one more caller i think to get through thank you very very much hello welcome to fan park live what's your name uh, it's every day, 
Every day. How are you doing, mate? How are you? Come on, mate. How are you? I'm very good. What was your thoughts on that performance from Man United today? Um, well, I thought it was a professional performance, like people have been saying. Yep. I think the interesting thing about the performance was um, Martial not playing. Nothing to do against Martial, obviously. But we were set up more as a team rather than let's just try and get our best players in. And yeah. I think that's what kind of made the difference today. Well, I, I, I would, I, I, I understand what you're saying because if you, if you just take even an example, uh, let's say Real Madrid. I was going to say Man City. Let's say Real Madrid. A lot of people say, you know, uh, Bale, Ronaldo, Benzema, that's the best front three. Um, but some would say Benzema hasn't scored enough goals this season to warrant him starting. To the, but what Zidane has mentioned a lot of times, he's a team player. So he gets the best out of other players. So it's not about just putting... And Roman just done this in the past. This is like, I'll say back in... When they had the Galacticos. Let's say 2003 or so. When they never won the Champions League. When they should have. Because they had the best 11 individual players. They just put out the best 11 individual. Sold Makaleli, who kind of held the midfield together. And it never worked. Because you had 11 players trying to do their own individual job. Sometimes to get the best out of the team. You have to sacrifice... The individual and whether that's Marshall today or Sanchez next week, you know, depending on what, um, mm. or even Bailly, because as a, I was very surprised, Bailly wasn't on the on the pitch today. I think he's our best centre back. But Mourinho said no, he wanted someone who could carry the ball out of defence, so he brought Lindelof in. So sometimes you have to sacrifice your best individual players for the um, for the good of the team. And as you said, that may well be the case today. Um, that the way we play, especially in the first half was a result of having a team out there as opposed to 11 individuals. Well, the thing is, I mean, that should... I mean, everybody should understand that about football. Mm. I mean, it's a shame when people did. I mean, that's what happened when uh, Ferguson famously dropped Rooney uh, for Welbeck. When, yeah. You know, and that's what caused Rooney to throw his toys out the pan. And, you know, unless Nani wasn't sent off for not having eyes in the back of his head, we would have won that game. Yeah. Which is what Jose Mourinho said, you know, the best team lost. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, well, absolutely. I think, that's what yeah. Happened, I think that's what happened today. We played. You know, we um, we didn't just put the best eleven out and shoot her, horn them into positions. We played a team. Matt was on. Lingard was on. And you know, it was okay. And it was good. Yeah. Well, absolutely. We we were saying when the game kicked off, it was like if we haven't scored by sixty minutes, it will be because Martial was dropped. You two knew up after twenty minutes, and everyone sort of like. Oh, he, he kind of worked. You know, <laughs> I, but even with, I was shocked. I was. I even tweeted about like Bay not being in the team. Mm. We didn't. We didn't concede an opportunity on goal until like what the seventieth minute, yeah, yeah. and they came in the space of thirty seconds. And, and, that, was and, that, was and that was due to De Gea, a bad uh, kick from De Gea. Yeah, the bad kick from De Gea led to the first one, and, and it was kind of a knock-on effect yeah. from all of that. So it was almost like the decisions today were absolutely right. And the irony is, Jose has got the majority of his decisions correct at Manchester United in most of his games. I think the issue Jose has is credit in the bank. And I'm not sure whether... I don't know if that's the right approach to have. Fergie could make those decisions, especially in the last 10 years of his career, mm. and no one really... Oh, well, no, but they did. The People did. But because so, social media... is Back is then, it's yeah. pro, it wasn't the same. But I remember categorically having battles with like my friends who were Man United fans. And they're talking Fergie... I'm like... He, the man knows what he's doing. Who cares if Kagawa is not playing? There must be a reason. Well, look, I wanted Kagawa to succeed. But if Fergie doesn't believe Kagawa was good enough to play, 
then Kago's not good enough to play. It's as simple as that. Yeah, it's as simple yeah, yeah. as that. But but because he Fergie had the success at Manchester United, and that was the credit in the bank as Man United, Jose's success hasn't come at Man United, so he's still having to, you could say, earn his 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 his. his his uh his way at Man United, but I think he's got that credit. I'm I'm willing to take I, 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 I'm willing I to take the has. credit that he's got at Chelsea and Inter and Porto and Real Madrid, and bring that yeah. to Man United and say, you know what, do your job. I trust we, your decision. We were talking about this during the game. I love your opinion on this every day. Same, right? This just this is my viewpoint in terms of we'll, we'll scale it up. Let's play attacking football today. We played attacking football. We won. That you then get the. Well, it's only against Swansea. If we play attacking football against City next week and we and we win, why don't we do it sooner? If next year we win the league, it'll be we haven't played the yeah, but it's not the right style of football, is it for Man United? I get the sense with the, with with the, it's almost why I've got to a point now where I'm probably going to do like one last big video on the Jose <laughs> on Jose derangement syndrome, and, and, and I'm not about not criticising him because yeah. everyone deserves criticism at times, but it's about the ones that it doesn't matter what he does, I don't think they're ever going to be satisfied. Like, if we won the treble next year, and we won it playing Jose style, it's almost like they, 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 there's an asterisk next to it, because it yeah. wasn't done in the style of football they wanted. Yeah. And, and it's almost... I, I, I actually think there's no way of winning the debate, because nobody they're not willing to concede anything. Mm. And it's a shame, really, because we're all meant to be supporting the same team, but yep, yep. it's like people want to fight over things that are not that important. Yeah, I want to help with you. Well, my, my viewpoint on what you've just said is, I think that... Uh, you've solved the issue, as in it isn't worth debating it with these people. Because before the game, it was look at Swansea's recent results. They're a decent team. Yeah. They're good. We need to be careful, this, that, and the other. By 30 minutes, it was calm down, everyone. It's only Swansea. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. the first point. The yeah. second point with Jose is like, well, why are all these other fans of other teams phoning up? talking about this bullying thing. I mean, Terry, I need to correct myself, because before I've said on your show that Pep and Ferguson would have treated Luke Shaw exactly the same. And I've realised that I'm wrong, because Ferguson would have treated Luke Shaw and Pogba far, far worse than anything that Jose's done. Well, 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 well Pogba... If he, a player, if he had a player that was drinking, like Shaw obviously is, he would have probably been out of the team because that's what Ferguson did when he first started. Well, well, Pogba... And you made, you made the point before about Pogba's hair and his this, that and the other. And if you actually think back to when Pogba's hair was normal, his performances actually were better. And Fergie went on record saying that it was the day that David Beckham was hiding his haircut from the media that he knew he was on his way out of the club. Well, I was going to say, remember, it was Pog Pogba left under Fergie and there was another player at the time who I want to say was as talented but in the youth rank he had um, that, that, that Morrison. was Raphael Morrison yeah. but there was issues with both off the field Mor Mor Morrison more to do with his, his, his behaviour Pogba more to do with his agent but either way there was issues as to why Fergie said you know what they have to, they have to go me personally, and he, he played um, the likes of Darren Gibson and whoever in the midfield. Me personally, at the time, and I've, I've even seen like Facebook posts and, that I made at the time, and I was furious. I was like, Pogba needs to sign a new contract. And he left. Pogba, you could say, has been a, been a better player because of possibly the treatment he got from Fergie. He realised, possibly, I haven't spoken to him, but that he needs to mature. 
he can't be throwing his toys out of the pram because he's not starting in an FA Cup game or in a league game. He needs to earn his place. Yeah. And at Juve, he and earned it, his place. And, and, and you know, you're so right as well because I, I put a tweet out about the, the public criticism and my dad, who, who tweets me back quite a lot, and oh, was, sort of, was sort of like... I think he said something like, well, Fergie wouldn't have done this. And I literally just, off the top of my head, through four or five random times when I know Fergie out... I mean... The, the second Wayne Rooney transfer request yeah, example yeah. that's publicly out in him yeah. about a private conversation yeah. as an example and we actually now know now years later we now know how all these stories about Wayne Rooney were leaked he had his damn phone hacked and then the press asked the people about it and they told him but Fergie outed people in interviews in press conferences from his, in his own club all the time. The difference is the, the social the, the social structure of society was different where we didn't look at that as a bad thing. Fergie got rid of the best defender I've ever seen in the Man United shirt. Yap Stan. <laughs> yeah! Because yeah. He, cause it, cause it went against what Fergie believed a footballer should be doing. Simple as that. And you know, I, The Yamstam thing, thing was because he quoted Fergie in a book which he admits was obviously a mistake and was detrimental to the team but it was because it was a quote in a book about him being tapped up, and that was why. But he got rid of players like Paul McGraw, who, like, oh my God, what a football player he was. But he drank, so he had to go. But Fergie's also said that, to, like, to this day, he says that sometimes he feels that he shouldn't have sold the app Stam. But, no, he knows he but, but, but he did. In hindsight. Because, yeah, but, like... but he did. And possibly the success that he had after Yap Stam was a result of him selling Yapstam in the sense that the cert players realised they can't take and, the liberties and that, that Yapstam did take. They realised, you know what? Yeah. I might just have to, to keep Shum and not do this and, and, and not do, do and that. Do, do you know why you're so right with that as well? And I made this point the other day. My defence, and I want to say it now on Fan Park Live as much as my channel, my defence of Jose Mourinho is only 50% for the man Jose Mourinho. Yeah. My defence comes because I do not want player power to become a thing just th think of the precedent it will set well it has look at Chelsea Chelsea exactly. is run by Abramovich and the players the manager is merely a, a, a intermediary between the players and the ones above and if the players don't want the manager there the manager gets sacked and a new manager comes in. Yeah. I do not and, want and, to. And you know what? Manchester They've been United. successful, right? But how? I, I just look at Chelsea and think, with, with, especially when they were the dominant team with money in Europe, how much more they could have won. If One they, Champions if, League. Yeah. At probably their worst time. Yeah. And if they would have just stayed. And I don't want that. And the point I made to someone the other day was this: Let's just say we, we, the players they're down tools. They they claim a bully and they get rid of him. Pochettino comes in next week. Next year wins the Premier League. What happens six months into the following season? when he has a go at a couple of the superstars or a couple of the big heads in the dressing room who are underperforming and they go, well, do you know what, mate? You mm. think you can have a go at me? Yeah. We are going to stop playing. The younger players go, well, we're going to follow them because, like, you know, they're, they're the main men in this yeah. dressing room and that does happen at football clubs. Everyone down tools and then the man that has just won us a Premier League title gets sacked. What if it's... A, 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 it, become, it becomes it, a recurring thing. It, it will become culture and people can't understand that. I do not want that to become part of my football club's culture where the players can go... You're telling me I'm dropped? Well, I'm going to cause problems. That's, <laughs> yeah. that is... listen, listen, that is not... That, that's Chelsea. That, that would never happen at Man United. And I'll tell you another thing. One, I don't actually believe that any of this public comment about Shaw or anything is bullying. It's just one of those things. People listen to Jose and think just because he's speaking English that they understand him. <laughs> they never actually, actually ascertain what he actually means. Sometimes yeah. they actually get the, the converse of what he's actually trying to say. And I'll tell you this as well, I believe that Jose will get the best 
part of these players. I don't believe Luke Shaw's going anywhere. They're not going to sell somebody who is naturally the best left back, you know, on on his day and you know spend this money. He'll turn it around, mate. Oh, another wonderful call. Yeah, Three yeah, of them, yeah, absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Really appreciate yeah, that, mate. Thank you. No problem. Take man. care. Three really good calls, some yeah, good yeah, questions, yeah, and good really debate, really and awesome. you know, get to you know. Extensuate maybe how we're feeling a little frustrated, but I think I am going to get to that point now where I might do one lot more big video just rounding it all up. <laughs> but then the Jose defending for me will stop because I've made my point quite clear yeah. and I'll just review each game as it comes and move on from there. But Neeks, mate, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you very much for having me. Good, enjoy it, Man United <laughs> one. It makes it even better. Yep. Remember to download the One Football app. The information is in the description below as ever. And on top of that, the uh, old football fan app as well that's also available, Please, both for free. Get them downloaded. Amazing features on both of them. And it really does support Fan Park Live. And look, you guys tuning in means the world to me. Make sure, really make sure you that. hit the like and subscribe button on all the channels. Whichever channel you're watching, whether it's Neek Sports, UFF or the Football Terrorist, make sure you hit that like, share the videos, and let's join the conversation, the debate about football in the Premier League and in the world in general. That's it. Take care. Goodbye. God bless. And we'll see you all again tomorrow. We're back tomorrow. So we'll see you then. Take care. 